0: Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, your host, and for the next half hour, Rabbi Schneider will be explaining how you can walk in God's peace. If God is a God of peace and order, then why is there so much turmoil and chaos in the world? It's a great question, and one that Rabbi Schneider will tackle today as he reveals the importance of biblical benedictions. We're gonna be learning how to practice and cultivate peace in our lives. So let's get started. If you'd like to take notes, please download Rabbi's Study Guide online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now with our message titled, God Bestows Sanctification, here is Rabbi Schneider.
1: Benedictions are blessing bestowed by God upon His people. They often fall at the end of one of the New Testament books but not always. Benedictions are also associated with the blessing that a pastor or priest will pronounce upon the congregation at the end of a service. We are going directly into the word of God to dig out those benedictions that come straight from the heart of God and are in his word. I'm continuing now brand new scripture with you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God abides forever. Hear, beloved one, the word of God. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a lot, and there's a lot of themes going on in just this one verse. Remember, this is a benediction and a benediction is a blessing bestowed upon you, God's child from Father himself. Let's see what Father is saying to his people right here. Now, may the God of peace, I wanna take that phrase, God of peace. You're gonna see in several of the benedictions, the same theme is there, the God of peace. Do you know, almost every single letter in the New Testament begins in this way. Grace to you, get it now, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how Paul begins his letters. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We oftentimes think of God's power. He is all-powerful. We think of God's omniscience. He does know everything. And we think of all these other essential attributes of God, but sometimes we are not as aware as we should be that God is fundamentally a God of shalom, a God of peace. That's why in order to be led by God's spirit, we need to cultivate peace in our lives. A lot of times we could be you know, really jerked up emotionally when we have you know, the worship music playing and you know the heavy guitars and the drums and we feel a lot of energy and that can be a good thing. But fundamentally, beloved one, listen to me. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of peace. Grace to you and peace, Paul says, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's look at this again. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now may the God of peace himself, we're gonna see later that it's the God of peace that crushes Satan and all demonic power under our feet. Let me concentrate with you on a very specific application of this. Some of you know, I travel all over the world, especially into Africa and Israel, preaching the gospel. What I find, especially in Africa, in so many of these countries in Africa, listen, whose roots are in witchcraft and a lot of voodooism, what I find is, is, is I start preaching the gospel suddenly without any provocation of my own. But as soon as I begin to sing in the spirit or begin to preach the gospel, there'll be Many, many people that will begin to manifest demons. Again, I'm not trying to conjure it up. It just happens. When the God of peace is released, demons start manifesting that are hidden in these people's bodies. Now, again, how do you explain this? You ask yourself, well, why have I not seen that more in America? Is that really real? Beloved, America was rooted in Judeo-Christian principles. America was founded on the scriptures, but in Africa, their spiritual roots oftentimes have been in witchcraft, voodooism, and other types of idol worshiping. So they don't have the foundation that we have here in America, and that is why I believe we see many more demons manifest there, although I have seen the same type of thing happen in the United States. I start preaching the gospel, or I start singing to the Lord in the spirit, demons start manifesting. I mean, if you saw what I see, I promise you, you would know that it wasn't made up, that it's for real, that demons are real. I'm telling you the truth. If you saw what I see, you would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that these people that I'm seeing are possessed by demons. They're foaming at the mouth, they're screaming, they're hysterical, their eyes are transfixed on some horror from another world. They're totally out of their mind. I'll begin to take authority over those demons, listen, with the peace of God, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, and instantly oftentimes, their eyes that are crazed, their eyes that are transfixed on some otherworldly being filled with horror and confusion and chaos, suddenly clear up. You see their soul come through. You see the love of God burst forth and tears begin to come to their eyes as they're set free. But how do I minister that deliverance? Listen, I do it by the God of peace. God's peace is what crushes demonic power. And so again, back to our text, God is speaking his blessing over his people and he's speaking his blessing over his people as the God of peace. It's important to remember this and it's important to cultivate in our soul, listen, peace. Be aware when you're not in peace. And pull back your energy and say to yourself, you know what? I'm not in peace right now. But God, you're a God of peace. I want to walk in peace. Father, help me to be grounded in peace. You see, you can cultivate peace. God is a God of peace. So in order to walk with God, you and I need to be grounded and rooted in his peace. Once again, to be able to discern the movement of God's spirit in our life, of his leading We need to have peace because peace gives us the ability to discern God's Spirit. Without peace, we're not going to be able to discern His Spirit. In other words, if we're all nervous, we won't be able to discern in a sensitive way what's going on around us or within us because we're just bound by the nervousness. But when we get grounded in peace, we have the ability then to discern what's going on in our own soul what is happening outside of us, and most importantly, God's spirit. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete. So I wanna focus on this word here, sanctify. God is speaking a blessing over us, and he's saying the God of peace sanctify you completely. I love this because I know in my own life, beloved ones, I need to continually grow in being sanctified. Salvation is a free gift from God. Being born again, coming into a saving relationship with God takes place in an instant. As soon as we open our heart and receive Jesus instantly, we now stand before him, saved. Our sins are forgiven. We're gonna go to heaven because of what Jesus alone
0: did for us. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and the rabbi will be right back. So please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. At the core of everything we do at Discovering the Jewish Jesus is our commitment to declare the whole counsel of God's word from start to to finish. In fact, Rabbi's unique way of connecting the Old and the New Testaments has helped people all over the world to understand the Bible with fresh eyes. To join us in this work of God, give a donation online today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now here is Rabbi Schneider.
1: Salvation happens in an instant, but sanctification, listen now, is a process. We become more and more sanctified as we step out of the old man, as we more and more step out of the old nature, as we more and more learn how to move by the spirit and not by the flesh, as we gain more and more discernment so that we can discern between what is God and what's not God and choose him. As we do this, we grow in sanctification. And if you're honest with yourself and if you have self-awareness, you can tell that over the years, things that you didn't even discern were not of God. Now that you're older, now that you've matured, you're able to discern, wow, I used to think that way and I wasn't even convicted about it. I didn't even know it was a wrong way of thinking. But now that I've matured, now that I've grown in grace, I can see that that thought pattern that I once accepted and thought was normal, I see now that that was not of God. You see, sanctification works along with maturity. And the Bible tells us that through maturing, we gain the ability to discern the difference between good and evil. Again, beloved one, sanctification is a process. Now, I don't know about you, but I know that for me, I have a great need to be more and more sanctified. As much as I love God, as much as I've pursued God, as much as I've done to try to apprehend Him, I still realize I've got a long way to go, still such a long way to go. But the good news is that the God of peace is sanctifying me. It's a long journey. My experience has been that when I first encountered Jesus back in 1978, I just prayed, God, what is that one thing I need to do What's the one thing I can do, God, that will get me to the top of the mountain so that I'll just do that one thing? But what I've learned over the years is that it's not just one thing. It's every day putting one foot in front of the other, choosing to obey him all day long. Every single day, thousands and thousands of thoughts go through our mind. We're constantly having to make the decision as to what thoughts we're gonna receive, what action we're gonna take, So my experience has been is that becoming sanctified, getting to the top of that mountain is not done through obedience to just one act, but it is done progressively as we choose God's way, which is often the hard way every single day. That's why Jesus said, if we're gonna be his disciple, we must pick up our cross daily. And what does it mean to pick up the cross? It means to choose him rather than ourselves. And so I say to you today, that the God of peace is at work in our life and he's sanctifying us. It's a mystery because on the one hand, we are choosing to obey and it's so hard. Remember, before Jesus went to the cross, he said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me because he didn't want to go to the cross and it was so difficult for him to choose to obey. The Bible says he sweat and it was like drops of blood. So on the one hand, you and I too have to strive just like Jesus strove to obey and chose the Father's will, rather than his own way when he said, but not my will, but thy will be done at the end of that verse." So you and I every single day have to labor in the spirit to choose God's way. It seems like we're the one doing it, but in actuality, God is the one that's at work in our life. And we are choosing, listen now, to cooperate with him. And so there's this, intermingling of the god of peace that is sanctifying us he's accomplishing in us and through us what pleases him by his spirit that he doesn't do this beloved ones listen to me without our cooperation and so when we cooperate with the lord we're pushing forward in this process of sanctification he's the author and the finisher of our faith, and yet along the way, we really have to struggle to choose to follow him and obey him. Paul said, I work harder than you all. I'm laboring, Paul said, harder than everybody. So Paul was speaking about his own labor to follow God, to complete the purpose that God gave to him on earth, the assignment of spreading the gospel. Paul said, I labor more than everybody. But then he said, but not I, but Christ within me. And so once again, God is sanctifying us. We're moving forward. We're being cleansed. We're growing, but God doesn't do it apart from us. He does it through us and with us, God and you and I, us and him and him and us. Let's continue on here. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete. Now, for me, this encourages me to believe God. Listen to me for divine wholeness all my life, spirit, soul, mind, and body. I can't stop the fact that I'm aging, neither can you, but what I can trust God for, and what you can trust God for, is that as we age, he will preserve us. You know, Moses, for example, was still full of vigor when he passed away. As were all the patriarchs, even though there were symptoms in their body that showed that they had aged, their eyes maybe had grown dim, still there was a vitality that they had. They were preserved. And so, beloved, I say over you today, may God preserve you as you look to him, spirit, soul, mind, and body complete. And that's what the scripture says here, complete. May you be preserved complete you might ask yourself, well, what does that exactly mean? But you know, this world that we live in is a dangerous place and there's a lot of things that can happen to us along the way that if we're not preserved by God, some of those things that we go through and some of those things that happen to us can end up taking something away from us. And we can end up finding ourselves getting weaker and and becoming discouraged and they feel defeated. But that's not what the Scripture promises us. That's not what God's purpose is. God wants to preserve you complete, that even though the outer man is decaying, the inner man is being renewed day by day, that you're being preserved, my beloved one, complete. And finally, the Scripture ends by saying, and this is God's blessing upon your life and His desire for you, listen to me, until the Lord Jesus Christ comes again. And so within this benediction is the light shining on the fact that Jesus is coming back for you and I soon. Oftentimes we're so focused on what's going on right now, we have to wake ourselves up to realize it's not just about what's going on right now, Jesus is coming back soon. That's the last words that he spoke to us in the New Testament. Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give to each one according to what he has done. So I wanna encourage you today, beloved ones, as we end today's broadcast, look up for the coming of Jesus. Remind yourself that Jesus is really coming back, that everything is gonna change. And not only is he coming back, he's coming back for you. And as you set your sights on his coming, as you set your sights on him, God is gonna continue to sanctify you, spirit, soul, mind, and body. He's gonna preserve you through life, no matter what you go through. And you're gonna continue to go up the mountain, getting stronger and stronger and stronger until finally, beloved, as you speak your last breath or Jesus returns, you're gonna be the strongest you've ever been in your life because of the power that's working within you. God loves you.
0: Shalom. You're listening to the Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider right here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And you know, when we truly understand the promises surrounding these biblical benedictions and how they relate to our peace and our relationship with God, then we'll be able to then walk in the power that's needed to crush the demonic forces surrounding us. And when we are more confident in our faith, then we can really begin to further God's kingdom in all the right ways and one of those ways that you can advance the kingdom is through your prayers and financial support of this nonprofit ministry now here is rabbi to talk about that a little more in depth it's so
1: important for us to lead lives of self-examination before the Holy Spirit A portion of Scripture that I've really been examining my own heart in before the Lord is the portion where Jesus told the rich young ruler to go sell everything that he had and then to follow Yeshua and then he would inherit eternal life. This rich young ruler, he was a moral person, but he clung to his financial possessions. It was the most important thing in his life. And I've been lifting up my own heart to the Lord and saying, Lord, are my surrender to you in the area of my finances. I know, Abba, that I need to be completely surrendered to you in every area of my life. So help me to completely release my possessions and my finances to you. You see, many of you are like me. You have a hard time trusting God with your finances. You trust Him in other areas of your life, but you haven't yet trusted Him here. Beloved, I want you to know, Jesus wants to be the Lord of every area of our life. Let's honor Him with our finances.
0: You can give a financial gift of any amount when you visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com or text your gift when you type the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. You can also give through the mail when you write to us at discoveringthejewishjesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Once again, that's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. As our way of saying thanks for your financial gifts, we'll send you a copy of our most recent newsletter that's filled with special insights from Rabbi Schneider detailing all of our upcoming events like our international outreaches that are starting again this winter. We're thankful that God has opened the door to reach out in places where many are not able to go. So please, if God is leading you to give financially today, write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And then finally, Don't forget that you can give a gift right from the home screen of the Rabbi Schneider mobile app. Just click the donate button in the middle of the screen. And then don't forget if you're not signed up for Rabbi's daily devotional, you can do that today. You'll find a link online at rabbidevotion.com and we'll deliver this daily source of inspiration straight to your email inbox. It's a great way to start your day and you won't want to miss it. Now let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider.
1: In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. Ja, Yahweh, 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 And the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom.
0: If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You'll find our broadcast schedule, podcast links, teaching notes, and so much more. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you we lift up each individual request before the Lord. And then as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through Discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. I'm Dustin Roberts and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us next week when Rabbi Schneider connects the Old and New Testaments together in a fresh and exciting way. That's Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.